everyone, and welcome to Minute 50 of Season 3 of Movie Around Minute, the daily podcast where we yippee-ki-yay our way through the 1988 Bruce Willis action flick Die Hard, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me today to finish off the week is Kirk Kenny, award-winning editor, producer, director, writer, composer, filmmaker. Welcome back to the show, Kurt. Thank you. Uh, thanks, thanks for, for joining me. This has been a very fun week, and... Uh, you know, we've, I've enjoyed myself. Hopefully you have too. And, uh, this week, th- today we'll actually even get some dialogue. <laughs> we haven't had very much dialogue in the last three. I think, I think on Monday we had dialogue and then there was nothing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, mm-hmm. except for, you know, a few, uh, Bruce Willis, uh, exclamations, uh, about everything that's going on. But, uh, t- today we get a little bit more of, uh, the dialogue, which, which, which yep. we'll, 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 we'll talk about a little bit. So minute 50. First of all, I'm, I'm surprised that, we, that we're already at 50 minutes. I mean, this, this whole movie is 132 minutes, so I'm, I'm almost at the halfway point. You know, we're, we're getting closer to the halfway point here. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. So, so, it, so the movie does. Do, uh, so the, the the minutes don't divide evenly by five. How do you how do you work that out for your show? Uh, how do I work that out from guest wise? Yeah, how do yeah, I work that wise? Because if, if, if you're doing five minutes per week, but then you must run out at a certain point, right? Like the last episode must be two minutes. Um, nope, nope, nope. What I do is, is and I've, did this, I've done this on the, the previous two seasons, and I'll be doing it here too. Is that I will have episodes uh, come out on the weekends. So this movie okay, actually okay. works out well that I have basically two extra episodes. So you know, it, I will actually be finishing uh, everything on New Year's. So New Year's is uh, is a Sunday. So we'll have. You know, the okay. second to last episode on on Saturday and the last episode on Sunday, so that we can start, you know, season four uh, come Monday, the day after. You know, I, I don't, I don't stop. You know, I just I keep going, plot through them one at a time. You know, I haven't decided what I'm doing on season four yet. That's that's a separate issue. But uh, you know, as as I've just established, we we have a few months for me to decide. You know, sure. so I'm I'm not I, I have ideas. I'll have to you know. Think about what a what what I what I want to do, but we'll we'll see as that comes through. So you see, there there are ways around it. There there are, you see, part of the thing is is that that people who don't start another season right afterwards. So then for them it doesn't make a difference if they have a, a week that has two minutes in it. You know they'll end the, the show on a Tuesday. But because right. I'm a completionist and you know I, and I was told that it's a no no to start a new show, you know, on any day besides a Monday. So I decided that what I'll do is, is I'll just cram in stuff over the weekends. So in, in playing Strange Automobiles, I, I had three episodes I needed to to cram into the weekends. So the 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 okay. final week started on a Sunday and went till the following Sunday, basically. You know? Okay. But but that, you know then uh, that that was actually Dana was on that week. She was on uh, on I think Tuesday and Wednesday of that week. You know I just okay. split it up okay. that way. You know that I don't always have the same. Uh, the same guest. Some there are weeks that uh, the guests have has le- have less episodes, you know, depending on preference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, does that explain cool. it? Does that work? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, episode fifty begins with Hans trying to still trying to get info uh, via the walkie-talkie, and ends with uh, John hanging from the gun, uh, so hanging from the gun strap. All right, we're gonna, we're going to leave people hanging over the weekend. That that that's for sure. 
<laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're only going to be leaving. We're only leaving. Uh, you know, John McClay hanging, but uh, you know, all, all of my guests will be hanging to find out what what happens. You know, but 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 we'll get there. We'll get there. So we ended yesterday's minute with uh, Fritz trying to explain to Hans what's going on, uh, or this, at least that's what we assume because he's speaking in German. We don't know what exactly what he's saying, and you know, we we know that Hans is trying to get information from Carl. And we can see that the Carl doesn't want to respond. And it, eventually the answer is he's in the elevator shaft. And at this point, Fritz says something more in German. And, you know, at this point we see the shot of, of John, uh, you know, climbing feet first outside of the empty window where he, you know, uh, where he popped the grating out of. Which again, it goes back to the agility of uh, John McClane slash Bruce Willis. You know, we, we get some great shots of of him, uh, you know, doing this. Uh, you know, he he he's done enough gymnastics, I guess, for, for, for this type of thing. Mm -hmm. Don't know. And you know, Hans then begins to try and reason with with uh, with with Carl, which, which is really funny because, you know, we know that Hans is the one in charge. So why doesn't he just say, tell me what's going on and, and give, you know, bark orders as opposed to, he, he still, he always tries to do it in a suave way. The way, you know, he's trying to convince uh, Carl as opposed to, you know, giving him an order and stuff like that. And yeah. You know, as as this is all happening, as this conversation is happening, so we we see John. So as I said, he's he's uh, you know sitting on the windowsill, or, or not even a window. But he's sitting on the 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 I guess entrance of the vent, or uh, what, what do we even call that? It's not really a window. He's sitting on the sill, though. That's what he's doing. Yeah, but, it's it's it's. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> the. Uh... The the great frame or something yeah because yeah, I mean like pushed the frame out so I don't know right. what it is but and and we can clearly see that he has put his pistol in the front of his pants you know mm -hmm. not a very safe place to put a pistol I I hope that he has his safety on uh but well in, next week we'll talk about the fact that it must be very uncomfortable to be crawling on his belly with a gun there but you know that, oh, that's God, just yeah. a, that that's just a little bit of uh, a preview for people who you know who can't wait to find out what happens next week. And and at this point, you know, uh, the the Hans's response to 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 basically the Fritz to pass on to Carl is perfect. The elevators are locked off. He can't escape. Just shut him in and come back down. And you know, he's just not happy at all about this. Uh, Carl doesn't want to pay attention. You know, he he just he pretty much ignores what's going on, and at the same time, then we see John, you know, uh, from from the inside out, you know, it's from inside of the the room that 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 he was in before, and he picks up the gun that, that's on the ground and uses that to try to you know wedge himself in to be able to lower himself down, you know, and. <laughs> As he's like sliding down, he goes, oh, <laughs> which again, just comes out of nowhere. That, that's just personality of John McClane. Nothing else that you can really do about that. And then we, we have a, a shot of, of Fritz 
you know, as Hans is once again talking, he's trying to reason with them. And Hans says, Carl, the police are probably on their way already. Carl. And Carl just isn't really paying any, any attention. He doesn't really care. You know, he, he wants, and, and Fritz, if you look at him, he, he looks really scared to be caught in the middle of these two people. You know, he's basically the, the, uh, uh, the operator between the two of them, the go between. <laughs> and he, he, he looks as if, you know, if, if I was in that situation, I would just say, okay, talk to each other yourselves. Don't go through me. <laughs> I don't really need to be, I, I don't want to be a part of this. Sure. You know, that you can see the tension. <laughs> not, but the one thing not, really I appreciate about uh, this movie in particular is how inventive it is with just the, the the few things they've given the character to work with. Like, okay, what has he got? He's got a, a hole, an elevator shaft, and a gun. Well, he can prop the gun up to make it something that can hold him in place, so he can try to swing down to the next to the next hole. So it's it's uh, it's just a really I don't, I just that kind of thing is all throughout this movie of just using what's in the environment in a very clever way to, you know, get out of a situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, they do it really well because, you know, they, as, as we've, we've discussed all week, there are things that, that, that pop up that we see that later on, you know, uh, are important. So, you know, they knew to put certain props in certain places knowing that, okay, we're going to need this a little bit later. Yeah, so but, I, but it I, also makes sense that it's there, too. <laughs> yeah. Correct. No, it's it's yeah. not like they're, they're just going to find an umbrella somewhere. You know, it's like it's something that that, that is, is that, that fits within the situation, but it's also usable. You know, it's like a few exactly. weeks ago with, with the whole idea with the, with the Santa Claus hat. You know, he saw the wrapping and stuff like that where he's able to, you know, dress up Tony. You know, which... Yep which he didn't do it that way in the script. That was something that they decided on the spot, I guess, to change. You know, writing yeah. ho, ho, ho on his sweatshirt isn't in the script. He puts a little uh, piece of paper that he attaches to his collar saying, saying that. You know, and then some of them came up with the idea that, hey, why don't we just put it on the, on the shirt instead? You well, know, probably and, easier. Yeah, they, they probably, got, probably got to, like, rehearsing it and realized, this is tiny. You have to go in for a close-up this way. If it's written on the shirt, you can just see it, you know? <laughs> so, right. so you don't have to like punch in for a separate shot or something. Yeah. So it's right. just, it's a lot more uh, visually helpful, I think. Yeah, for sure. But it, it works better that way. Also, it also has become more iconic, you know, having the, yeah. just having it on a little piece of paper, isn't going to make that, that a, a quotable quote. Uh, obviously they didn't know about the internet when this movie came out, but you know, it, it's become yeah. very iconic, you know, seeing, you know, shirts with, the, you know, someone with a Santa Claus hat saying, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. You know, that's not yeah. something that, uh, you know, what, what can I tell you? <laughs> and Well, I, I doubt, usually when you're making something, you aren't thinking, oh, this is going to be quoted by people. You're just hoping you get to finish it and anybody goes to right. see it. Of course. <laughs> so, of course. So. That's that's the furthest thing I think from your mind is like oh people are gonna quote this or something you know so no but I think but, I think nowadays people are more uh, aware of that than they were back when this was made you know mm -hmm. people are more aware okay what's gonna work on social media what's gonna you know that that that's part of how the whole industry has changed you know that's that's those are things that have become more important 
than beforehand. You know, you, you mentioned earlier in the sure, week sure. about the fact that, you know, you were looking forward to finding a minion Twinkie. Okay. But that, no, <laughs> but that, that goes along with the whole idea that, that, uh, you know, they didn't use the promotion as, as you would have hoped, but you were, you were waiting for it and expecting it because they did it the last time. True. But, but in that case, it's a sequel. So they already knew they had a built in audience at that point. In, in the case of this one, it was a, a, you know, a, a one-off at the time that they didn't know if anyone was going to go see Correct. or not, or going to be six. Yeah. You know, they had no idea if it was going to yeah, be yeah, successful sure. or whatever. So I think in this one, it's trying to make the best. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, I wasn't. I was saying that nowadays things are different. That, that That's all it comes down to because everyone is looking to, totally. to, you know, back when, when, back in the eighties, people were not looking to make a, a franchise. You know, they were hoping that it would be nice, mm-hmm. but that wasn't today. That is the whole plan of, of just about every movie that comes out. That okay, how can we make this a yeah, franchise? The word franchise was reserved for things like McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't. It hadn't been applied to movies That's yet. Right. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we get another great shot of John dangling outside out out of this. Uh, uh, we're we're still going to call it a windowsill, even though it's not. But he's dangling into into the elevator shaft. You know, climbing down, like repelling down. And it's it's done really well. I mean, you 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 once again get to see, you know, his muscles as he's going down. But it's still, he still looks like the everyman. This isn't, uh, you know, uh, Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, bursting vein uh, muscles. This is your typical. I mean, he's in good shape. Yeah. Let's not. Well, yeah, it's, it's very true. Yeah. But, <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> but uh, you know, he, he still likes to repel down as he's doing it. And we, we see the gun, yeah. you know, uh, teetering a little bit every time that they show it. It's not as firmly in there as as uh, John would probably have hoped, but it's still still able to hold his frame, which is which is pretty good, also. You know, that would have been that would have been mm-hmm. terrible if the, they couldn't hold his frame, and that would have been it. You know. Yeah. And then once again, that would be once bad. again, he screams out, "Christ!" You know. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's also good to see that the, the strap is really long on, on the gun. You know, he's able to get down pretty far. I mean, again, he's trying to go down an entire floor. You know, so oh, what's the floor? Uh, eight, ten feet, something like that. You know, maybe even more. Maybe yeah. oh, wait, the floor is, is a lot. Yeah, maybe it's 12 feet. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, the, the strap on a gun usually isn't that long. You know, you need maybe a two feet uh, maximum or something like that in order to be able to... To, to to do what you need to do, you know that type of thing. Because you just yeah. want to usually have it wrapped around, you know, wrapped around your torso. You don't really need it any more than that. But apparently, or maybe maybe it's a maybe it's a, a magic uh, uh, gun belt, you know, that 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 expands. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll add fantasy elements into this. You know, we we're talking about Harry Potter earlier. Well, they, they as long as they needed it to be exactly. Right, so. That's right. <laughs> As long as they made it wanted it to be, as long as it doesn't look uh, completely unrealistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yep. then, and then uh, Hans continue. We get a shot in the, again of of Hans. He's once again talking into the walkie-talkie and says, "I can stall them, but not if they hear gunshots. If you lock him in, he'll be neutralized." And then we get a shot. <laughs> then we get a shot of of uh, of Carl. And 
I've always been disturbed about this particular way that he turns off the the thing. He, he does it in an overly dramatic way. It's as if he's snapping someone's neck, <laughs> but he's actually just, you know, because he like turns his hand, you know, as opposed to just like flipping the switch, you know, like he jerks his hand really fast uh, to turn it off. So that I, I think it's a little overly done, but uh, you know, it's it's there for the effect. I guess I guess you can do. And well, he's he's angry, yes. right? He's angry, so. but again, you wouldn't jerk your arm that way to turn off a walkie-talkie. It just doesn't look. Uh... But he's also not looking at it though. He's looking the other right. way. That's true. So he might be overcompensating because he can't see. <laughs> he's, ah, he's trying to find where it is. <laughs> okay, know. but but again, look at look at Fritz's face. He's like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Take, deal with this yourself. Leave me out of it. And <laughs> at this point, we get another shot of John hanging from the strap inside uh, the elevator shaft, and we see him dangling there for for a few seconds as the minute ends. So, did you have anything else you wanted yep. to discuss about uh, this particular minute? No, I, I, I like the choice. I like the choice of cross-cutting between them talking to Hans and back to him in the elevator shaft, trying to, you know, get out of there and get to the next thing and, and stay quiet at the same time. It's a great bit of suspense mm-hmm. to the, you know, going back and forth between. Right, and it also shows us that um, everything's going on at the same time. You know, because yeah. partially because Carl is dealing with this issue. You know, he's, he's, uh, you know, Carl is avoiding Hans. This is giving John a few extra minutes to, to try to get out of here. You know, mm-hmm. which, Absolutely. which helps. Yeah. So the, the script has, has a few discrepancies. Uh, th- this time this, it actually appears in the script, parts of, of the conversation at least. Okay. There is the dialogue is a little differently. We, it says, uh, okay, Carl crosses, starts to open the door to the elevator shaft when suddenly the radio crackles with Hans's voice. Carl, Franco, did you catch him? And then, uh, actually it's Fritz here, not Franco, who's going to respond, but, uh, uh, Fritz says, no, but he's in the elevator shaft. And then Hans's voice, we only hear his voice through the walkie talkie. He goes, perfect. The elevators are locked off. He can't escape. Just shut him, shut him in, and return to base. So he says, "Return to base," as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, come back down. Which come back down obviously makes more sense because yeah. you know what's what's the base? Holly's office. What's Holly's base? office? <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then Carl says, "Hans, he killed my brother." And then Hans says, "Carl, I know you want him, but the police are probably on their way. Maybe convince them that it was all a mistake." Which doesn't make any sense for him to say that. But not if they hear gunshots. If you lock him in, he'll be neutralized. Now do it, Carl. Carl? <laughs> so I'm very glad they cut that line out of him saying maybe we convinced them it was all a mistake. <laughs> you know, obviously he's referring to the fact that we can convince them that the call was a mistake, but still, uh, it's just, right. it just sounds really, really silly. You know, when you, especially knowing mm-hmm. the final, uh, Final product here. <laughs> and then it says, Carl turns off the radio. Yeah. In the light of their flashlights, the two other terrorists look at Carl in stunned disbelief and open the door to the elevator shaft. So in the script... Oh, so originally there, there, are, two, there are two people. Yeah, them then. Okay. but also in the script, this is all taking place in the dark. As opposed to... Harder yeah, to shoot. Much harder <laughs> <Yeah>. to shoot. <laughs> 
I mean, you, you can find equivalents for it, certainly. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you have all the uh, <laughs> different things. You know, you you have all, all the uh, the lights on the side. You know, but but yeah, no, they have flashlights. Mm -hmm. But but you're right. It, it I don't think it would work as well uh, filming this type of scene in the dark because then we wouldn't see that that Fritz is trying to get out of it. You know. <laughs> Also, then if they have to have flashlights in their hands as well as guns, it becomes prop hell for the actors too. You know, it just becomes well, not just <laughs> the actors, but the terrorists have to hold a flashlight and hold a gun at the same time. You know, makes it yeah. Well, the actors right. Are yeah. No, obviously, yeah. as a director, you're yeah. concerned about the actor, but as as a movie fan, I'm concerned about the characters. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, yeah. sure. Well, it just it just becomes it's it's uh how how complicated do you want to make it physically yes. you know right. <laughs> so that's the thing right yeah all right great you have anything else you want to say about uh about this minute about the movie in general yeah i i think this is a, a great movie i think it still stands up all these you know what is it 30 Four. something years. years later right um yeah as, so as we are uh, recording this because we mentioned earlier this week what day this is the the movie debuted three days from now, uh, forty uh, thirty four years ago. So, mm, wow. Yeah, yeah. We're old. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding. But yeah, so it's uh, yeah. I, I I just you know I and also one thing that I think is a masterstroke in the entire film, um, is the fact that you know they open the movie with the whole fist with your toes thing in the, in the airplane which gets him to there, therefore take off his socks, which otherwise would be not motivated by anything, right? Correct. And which then means that he is now barefoot for the rest of the film, which is such an obstacle for him. And I just think that was just such a masterstroke in making this movie work as well as it does, is it gives him one more thing that is just hard for him. And it gives him the, the you know, talking about, the fact that they use every little element uh, to the most when they say shoot the glass later in the film. And, you know, that it's just, and because he sees that he's barefoot and it's just all those things work together so well. It's just so well yeah. constructed. Yeah. But I mean, just, just to, to let you in on a little secret, the whole, this is based, I mean, you, you know, this is based on a, on a novel, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. in the novel, I've never, read, I've never read it, but I know it is. Right. Okay. So in the novel, the, the same thing happens with fists with your toes uh, he says it a little Ooh. differently, and he tells him, and he takes off his shoes. So that's an okay. element that they got from the novel. It's uh, you know, well, it's a they, good element. The way they, it works. They, yeah. <laughs> they work it really well into the movie. There's no question about that. The, totally. you know, and and they keep hitting us on the head with it throughout the entire thing. So and and it worked. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's, there's no question about that. And you know, the fact that the Twinkie comes up late. We talked about Twinkies earlier this week. Twinkie will come up in in you know in probably a few months from now. And that you uh, can connect back to the fact that, you know, Carl is buying Twinkies. So, yep. you know, that works. All right. So every Friday we have a uh, a segment called Weekend Surprise, where I actually surprise my guest with uh, with some sort of segment, which they're not they're not expecting. And what okay. I've been doing is, you know, a lot of people, the, the biggest debate about Die Hard over the last 34 years is, is this movie a Christmas movie or not? So, well, we watched it at Christmas. Kurt, no, that I know. <laughs> but Christmas Eve this year, so <laughs> <laughs> so it was for us, I guess. Like I said, my parents were a little shocked by how violent uh, our selection was for a Christmas movie. 
<laughs> but it, uh, it, uh, they liked it. <laughs> so you would classify this as as a uh, Christmas movie? It's an adult Christmas movie. I mean, it's it's not it's not bad Santa or anything. It's not you know uh, you know trying to be. It's not trying to poke at the holiday in a way that like something like bad Santa does. But um, but uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean. But I, I always think of it first and foremost as a summer movie because that's when it came out and that's when I saw it. Right. You know, like, cause it was a, it was a summer popcorn movie that we saw in, what was it, July of 88 and it was awesome. And so, but I think you can watch it at Christmas and it works just fine. And, um, I still think it's kind of hilarious that people think Huey Lewis is in the movie, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that's, those are, those are my, my thoughts on it. But, uh, I mean, we pulled it out and watched it at Christmas Eve, so I guess that answers my question. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Okay, very good. That's fair. It's definitely fair. All right, well, Kurt, thank you very much for, for joining us this week. Uh, I had a blast. I, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you, you now have have opened, you know, the, the I, I've opened the Pandora's box by you of, of you know, different types of, of, of ways of looking at movies. <laughs> Who knows? Indeed. Indeed. Well, good luck with the rest of it. Hope the rest of the, uh, the series goes great. Uh, I hope so too. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, I'll, I'll I'll have some more great guests just like you. Awesome. I hope so. All right. So, you want to tell people for the final time how they can get in touch with you? Uh, sure. Just uh, go to my website, which is uh, my name dot com k u r t k u e n n e dot com, and um, there's a little thing for contact there. So. All right. Excellent. And while you're doing that, you can go rate, review, and subscribe on any podcatcher that you might be using to listen to the show. Finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Movie Rob Minute. You can find me on my website. You can find me on Twitter. And you can find me on Facebook. So uh, have a great weekend, everybody. And we'll see you on Monday. But until then, yippee ki yippee ki